0: Hi, Greg Perry, the Historic Preservationist. Uh, Episode 230, we're going to follow up with the last episode and uh, just, just run through some glossary or some plastering terms, a glossary of plastering terms. An aggregate, a mass of granulated particles such as sand and crushed rock. In plastering, aggregates are important, number one, to ensure the applied plaster shrinks uniformly as it hardens and without excesses that would cause cracking. Number two, to form channels for the crystallization of the calcium. Number three, as fillers for economical purposes, lightweight aggregates such as vermiculite or perlite are increasingly popular because of the improved resiliency, fire resistance, sound deadening, and weight reduction they offer over traditional materials such as sand. Autoclave finish lime, double hydrated lime requiring no soaking before use. It can be mixed on site and used immediately. Some plasters feel this type S, which is single hydrated lime, has better workability. Plaster prepared with autoclave lime may be less resistant to environmental moistures, for instance, water leaks. Base any continuous surface to which plaster can be applied and to which it will cling. A base may be a continuous masonry wall or other lath structural framing. A base bead or a base screed, these are metal strips attached to the lath before plaster that provide a division to work against when troweling plaster that will end at the top edges of baseboards. A brown coat, the rough base coat of plaster used with rock lath systems, with metal or wood lath systems. It is the second application of wet base coat plaster. Browning brush, fine bristled, water carrying brush used to moisten a base coat while working. A casing bead. Metal casing beads are sometimes used around door or window openings. Like a wood ground, they indicate the proper thickness of the prep plaster. Cat faces. Finish coat surface imperfections that show up as hollows after floating. Ceiling buttons are the same as plaster washers, which we talked about in the last episode. Corner beads wire mesh with a rigid metal spine used on outside corners. Installing the corner bead plumb is very important. A Darby, a float with two handles and an extra long blade used for further leveling and straightening any of the plaster coats. A Devil's float, a wood float with one or two nails protruding 1 inch from the sole used for surfacing the brown coat after it has has dried about 24 hours. Scratches left by the nails provide tooth for adhesion in the finished coat. Dots, small plaster spots placed as depth guides during the work on walls and ceilings. They are plumbed and leveled like screeds to aid in rotting the surface. Drywall, this is wallboard, plasterboard, sheetrock, jip board, jip rock, rigid insulating board of plaster-like material, usually gypsum, covered on both sides with heavy paper. Also, the system of wall surfacing using this material. Drywall nail, short, heavy nail with large head designed for installing drywall, often ribbed and are coated for maximum grip into framing. Drywall screw. A Phillips-type screw fastener designed for power tool installation of drywall. A feather edge, a leveling tool similar to rod, except that the blade appears to a sharp edge for cutting the corners in sharp straight lines. A finish coat, pure lime mixed with a little gauging material in ratios ranging from 5 to 1 to 2 to 1. Used for the very thin finished surface of a plaster wall. Fine sand can be added for a sanded finished coat. Finished plaster. Fine white plaster made from lime putty engaging plaster. Finishing board a five by five mortar board on which fit the finished coat lime plaster is hand mixed. A float a surfacing tool consisting of a flat, short board with a large handle that is guided over the surface of plaster to fill the voids and hollows or impart texture, also the plastering operation involving this tool. Gauging material, a plaster additive intended to produce early strength and to counteract shrinkage tendencies for interior work. Common gauging materials are gypsum, gauging plaster and keen cement for outdoor work and also Portland cement. a Ground, metal or wood strips around the edges of doors and windows and at the bottom of the walls. These grounds help keep the plaster at the same thickness and provide an edge for it to stop against. Gypsum, a naturally occurring sedimentary rock usually mined in large quarries near Paris gypsum in its natural form is calcium sulfate. When heated in the calcifying process, water molecules are driven off, leaving the hydrate of calcium sulfate, the material commonly known as plaster of Paris. When mixed with water again for use as plaster, the process reverses and the gypsum recrystallizes or sets into rock-like calcium sulfate. So, what this means is that the plaster cures by a chemical process, not by drying, giving it strength and integrity. Until 1910, not enough was understood about the set of gypsum plaster. At around that time, plasters found that a gypsum lime combination gave them the best of both worlds the workability of lime with the quicker cure of gypsum. Gypsum bond plaster, calcinated gypsum mixed. 2-5% to 5% lime by weight, designed to bond properly in the prepared concrete basis. Gypsum gauging plaster, a special material made for, from gypsum carefully processed that it sets to, to define the time interval. On the job, it is added or slaked to slake lime to provide initial surface hardness in mortars like finishing plaster. Gypsum ready mix plaster. Gypsum ready-mix plaster and, ordi- and ordinary mineral aggregate requiring only the addition of water for use. Hair. Animal hair, usually from cattle, once included in a scratch coat mixes in a mediocre binder. Hard wall plaster. Gaging plaster mixed with perlite aggregate to form a lightweight base coat plaster sold under the trade names such as light. A hawk. A square, lightweight, sheet metal platform with a vertical central handle from which plaster or mortar is applied to the wall with a trowel. Hydrated lime. Lime prepared at the factory by adding controlled amounts of water to quick lime. Two basic grades are available. The one is hydrated for construction and finishing, and the other for plastering. Finishing limes are used in the final plaster coats, and are the modern quick to prepare versions of quicklime. They can be categorized into three general types by the amount of slaking they require. Keynes Cement, a fine high density plaster that produces a very hard fine textured finish coat. It is produced by heating crushed gypsum rock until nearly all the water of crystallization is driven off and then adding alm as an accelerator. In decades past, keen cement had many uses, especially in molded or casework. Today, this is a specialty product and somewhat altered in comp- composition that seldom plays a role in house plastering and patching. A key, plaster that is penetrated through the narrow openings in lath, it hardens to form keys which create a mechanical bond. Lath bases. Any of the several types of perforated Bases secured to structural framing for years. Thin wooden strips called wooden lath were used, but these have been superseded by gypsum and metal products. Gypsum lath and rock lath are boards with gypsum cores sandwiched between two sheets of absorbent paper. Lime. Found in limestone formations or shell mounds, naturally occurring lime is calcium carbonate. When heated, it becomes calcium oxide or quicklime. And after water is added, it becomes calcium hydroxide. This calcium hydroxide reacts with carbon dioxide in the air to recreate calcium carbonate. Mortar board. Mixed plaster is initially transferred from the mixing box or mixing pan to the mortar board, often a large version of a hawk. The mortar board is usually a large, flat piece of smooth, clear plywood. Perlite. Volcanic glass, which when finished finish roasted, expands to produce frothy particles of irregular shape. Perlite is a lightweight aggregate often used with calcium gypsum. Perlite is roughly three times as effective an insulator as sand and much, much lighter. Plaster. Any pasty construction material of mortar, mortar-like consistency, which is applied in a plastic condition. It hardens in place after being applied. As a surface for the walls and ceilings of buildings, plaster denotes an interior covering, while stucco denotes an exterior one. Plastic washers. Discs of stamped sheet metal perforated with a central screw hole designed for repair work on plaster walls and ceilings. In use, plaster washers help stabilize areas where broken keys have caused the lath surface to come away from the lath. Portland cement, an extremely strong hydraulic cement produced by burning silica, lime, and aluminum oxide in a kiln in proper proportions. Portland cement plaster is used where an extra hard and highly water-resistant surface is required, such as in walk-in refrigerators and cold storage spaces, toilets, showers, and basement spaces. It should, however, never be applied over gypsum products such as gypsum lath. Portland cement plaster is also widely used in exterior applications. Rod or straight edge, it's a wood or lightweight metal blade with slotted handle often six inches wide up to four to eight feet long. This is the first tool used in leveling and straighting applied plaster between grounds. Sand, a traditionally used aggregate in plaster work Sand improves the strength and workability of plasters. It must be the high-quality, clean, sharp, without harmful chemicals or organic impurities and screened to a uniform size, or it can cause defects. A scratch coat. The first base coat put on metal or wood lath. The wet plaster is scratched with a broom or the point of a trowel to provide a rough surface so the next layer or base coat will stick to it. A screed. Plaster screeds are ribbons of mortar, leveled, plumbed, or otherwise trued on walls and ceilings, which serve as guidelines for a straight edge to run on when rotting the surface. They're usually the depth of two coats of plaster and ensure that the new work is spread in a uniform thickness. Metal screeds like grounds provide a guide work for plaster work. Slaking. The process of adding water to lime to hydrate it in preparation for mixing it to form a plaster-type putty. A slicker, a flexible straight edge used for leveling wet plaster. A slip, the richness, plasticity, and workability of mixed plaster. Slip is the hard-to-define characteristic that is determined in large part by the quality of the plaster used. Plasters with slip... Mix easily, go on quickly, and spread far, resulting in maximum coverage with minimum effect. Slip is also thin plaster used for an adhesive between, say, a cast plaster ornament and the ceiling. Spackle. Uh, Murallo Company's trade name, often used generically for a plaster-like preparation used in cosmetic repair work or as a joint compound. In new drywall work. Tape. A drywall construction is paper or fiberglass strips applied in conjunction with a joint. Trowel. A handheld bladed tool used to apply spread and smooth plaster. Trowel sizes and shapes vary widely and are determined by the purpose for which the tool is used. And that's it for uh, our uh, Glossary of Plastering Terms. Hope we didn't forget too many and hope we enlightened some of you guys out there that uh, are starting to take plastering seriously. So Greg Perry, the Historic Preservationist, signing out. Thanks for listening.